Hello everyone and welcome back to the long-awaited new episode of the Mind the Gap podcast. It's been quite a while. We have an incredible one for you guys today. Some life updates, some college talks, some NFL preview come up right after this. And welcome back, everyone. Today is probably Friday, September 9th. It was a great first game of the NFL season last night. I'm sure we're going to preview it. We could be wrong. This also could come out tonight before the game. Who knows what's going to happen? But, Sammy, I think that I would be remiss not to mention the biggest news of today, uh, the tragic passing of Queen Elizabeth. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I was actually shocked. Today's my mom's birthday, and the first news we see this morning is that the queen died. So it was quite a, quite a situation. Uh, I don't know. It's one of those things where you see how old she is, and like you can't be surprised. But at the same time, I was kind of surprised it happened because I thought she was kind of immortal, right? Because like you never expected yeah, mostly, this to happen. I would just say that I was shocked at the speed in which it all took place. I feel like I woke up this morning and saw, oh no, the queen's sick, and she was dead four hours later. So that all came out of nowhere. Uh, and I do have a British friend here who was is pretty sad about the whole situation, mostly because I think that everyone else, like all the rest of our friends, have now been texting her ironic condolence messages. So I don't know. It, there's grief here on the campus. There's, I'm sure, grief in London, in Great Britain. And obviously our condolences go out to the royal family. I'm sure they're listening to this podcast. Yeah, I know. There are top listeners, actually. Uh what was I going to say? Yeah, it's very weird because she dropped dead, it seemed like, in one day. I mean, you're not, maybe they weren't like, maybe they were hiding in an illness, but she did. Why are you coughing? I'm sick. I have the yeg. But she did meet with like other representatives like two days ago. So it's very strange that she went from meeting with representatives to dropping dead in two days. But I mean, honestly, I think she's probably the most famous person in the whole world by far. So this is probably the biggest news of the year. I mean, obviously we can't be surprised, but I definitely didn't see it coming, but rest in peace. And I hope the Royal family is doing well. And obviously the uh, funeral will be in 10 days or so. And I have a thought that that's going to be a massive event, her big funeral. Absolutely. So now that we've touched on that, important topic i think that some life updates are much needed given that our last podcast took place in january i think so uh what's been going on since then sammy yeah i actually looked at the uh, situation and we were on a pretty good consistent basis in december november january all that we were doing two or three a week and then it kind of just fell off a cliff we did do two podcasts in may Uh, And then we just stopped. And I'm not going to take responsibility for this because Chris has been a very, very busy man. Yeah, I'm looking at you. He's been a busy guy. He had a little trip in uh, the spring. Do you want to tell us about your adventures you've been on? Yeah, so I spent much of the spring traveling around Central America with a group of other gap year students. It was a really awesome experience. I actually, this is a little aside, but... On the trip, we wrote letters to ourselves that were going to get mailed in the future, and I just got the letter that I wrote many months ago. So that was a funny little blast from the past that I just got. A cute little letter to myself. I enjoyed it. Uh, yes, Sammy. Can you please share what you wrote in the letter? Uh, basically, I wrote in the letter that I hoped that my classes weren't too hard and that I had friends. 
So, you know, those are the two priorities for me six months ago. And I think that I'm succeeding at them right now, but we'll see what happens in the future. Yeah, it was actually pretty surprising to find out that Chris found some friends in college. So we're really proud of him. I know it shocked many, but somehow I was able to do it. Uh, no. And then and then after the Central America trip, uh, we went on a quick little mind the gap jaunt up to Spain, went around Barcelona, Madrid, Sevilla for about eight days. It was a fantastic time until Sammy got COVID. And then that kind of put a damper on the whole thing. But still, great trip, lots of memories, especially from the first couple nights in Madrid. Those were truly electric. And then after Spain, uh, I worked at my summer camp all summer, which was one of the greatest things I've ever done in my entire life. It was so cool. I had a fantastic time. Uh, I met a lot of really awesome people, a lot of great friends from that. So 10 out of 10 would recommend. I hope to go again next year, depending on what my life is looking like. And I basically went straight from the end of camp to college. So I'm now at college. Sammy's visiting on f- tomorrow, on Friday, tomorrow. Could be today, depending on when this podcast gets put out. And it's been a great time so far. Uh, I'm loving college. Very different from home, but a new fun experience. So that's about that's about me. That's kind of what I've been up to, Sammy. Love to hear. Yes, that Spain trip was the first half of the trip was definitely the highlight. But unfortunately, I did get COVID in probably going to take a guess somewhere in Madrid. Uh, I would assume so. Yeah, (laughs) you'd think so. And the thing is, Chris was with me the whole time. But lucky for him, he had COVID three weeks earlier. So he did not get it. Uh, But yeah, the first few days of Madrid were just legendary and ones we will remember forever. Also, the soccer game in Sevilla, Spain versus Portugal, was a fantastic memory. And also, even when I had COVID and we couldn't go out, we still did some sightseeing and had a good time. So it was a very, very fun trip. And I think Chris and I agreed that we're going to try to make it a yearly tradition to go on a trip somewhere. So stay tuned for next summer. We'll definitely be back on the road somewhere. Yeah, uh, besides that, while Chris was gone, I also did a fair share of traveling. After going to Spain with Chris, I went to visit my own family in the other part of Spain for a few weeks. Then I went on a little golfing trip in Scotland for a week with my father. Then I went to Montana for a little bit. But overall, the summary of the past few months has been me dialing in my golf game. It's been quite impressive, actually. It's my new passion. So a lot of golf has been played the past year. Uh, But as you can tell, I'm not at college yet. Uh, My school is on the quarter system, so I will be moving in in 11 days. So it's almost my time to get going. But I'm very excited for my Yale visit tomorrow. I've been looking forward to it for a while. I'll be sleeping on Chris's floor for a night. Should be fun. Couch, couch. Couch. All right, I got a couch. That's good to hear. It's a very comfortable couch. Yeah, but besides that, I don't know. I'm excited to get this thing going. It was really fun when we did it consistently. Then we kind of slacked a little bit, but now that we're both going to be at college, we'll have plenty of free time to do this. Hope Definitely an episode a week. We'll try to get two in a week if we can. Uh, definitely going to do cover all the football games, cover the weekends of football. And obviously the World Cup starts November 20th. So when we get closer to that date, we'll be covering a ton of World Cup. So it'll be a nice combo of uh, soccer, football. Maybe we'll throw in a little baseball playoffs in there. We'll see. That's all I got to say. A lot of sports, a lot of things we're going to be talking about. Obviously, we will bring back the much-loved best of the internet segment. Yes. Might even throw a few rankings in there as well. Yeah. We'll get some special guests on here. Yeah. Tough to beat this podcast with the uh, variety of acts that we have coming for you guys. 
Yeah. Chris, want to talk to the uh, listeners a little bit about your first weeks or two at college? Yeah, absolutely. They've been uh, very eventful. <laughs> Not a lot of sleeping or restfulness has taken place, to be completely honest with you. Especially orientation before classes, there was just stuff was happening every single day until the wee hours of the morning. And as someone who gets severe FOMO, I feel like I could never not be involved in stuff going on. I will say that now that classes have started, it's gotten a little bit easier to manage. Although for some stupid reason, there's a yell or woo beep. There's a no one can know where I'm going to college. There's a uh, tradition where on Wednesdays you go to this bar and it's only the students from my university are allowed in the bar on this day. So it's like a whole university wide thing, but it's on Wednesdays. So, and I, I have 9am, I have a 930 class every single day. So I want to go to the bar on Wednesdays and I realistically probably will go most of the Wednesdays. And at the same time, I also then hate myself the next day because I decided it'd be a good idea to stay out until 1.30 when I have class at 9.30. And then I fall asleep in my psych lecture because mostly because it was a terrible lecture today and the person was super boring because it was a guest lecturer. But for the most part, it was because I got six hours of sleep last night. So it was not very responsible of me. But hopefully moving forward, I do a better job of that. Uh, what else has happened? Oh, I am the intramural secretary for my residential college, one of five actually. All of my suite mates, we jointly applied to be the IM secretaries for our year. So basically we're in charge of intramurals and making sure we turn out people, making sure there's a lot of enthusiasm around the events, making sure we win the events. So that's pretty funny. And we are the basement suite, we're in the basement. So we call ourselves the basement. And in my emails to the dean of the college about wanting to be home secretary, I mentioned, I, I made a few jokes about how we were the basement. And now he just calls us the basement. And then today sent out a college-wide email talking about how on Sunday he was going to let students into his into the dean's home to like do work or watch football or hang out. And he said in the email that he won't be there because he has to be doing some stuff like watching football in the basement with the basement boys referring to us in an email that went to 600 students so that was a crazy thing to wake up to this morning and that's kind of the stuff that i feel comfortable saying on the podcast uh it's been really fun i'm looking forward to the next couple months yeah thank you for that really fascinating story about the basement boys i'm sure our listeners really care about that one uh you act like they don't but i have funny stories to tell and you've been sitting in New York, so you have nothing to share right now. Yeah, I'll have some funny stories soon, don't worry. I'm glad your biggest issue right now is going out too much. It's good to hear. And welcome back, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that conversation about what we've been doing for the past long while. We are now going to dive directly into our week two picks. Sammy, why don't you start us up with your uh, first pick of the week? How we doing, everybody? I think I shouldn't say that because that implies that it's my first time talking. I mean, let's be honest. This is our second attempt at doing episode one. I feel like we can be open with the viewers here. Uh, we we did attempt this last week, but some unforeseen circumstances, including my visit to Yale, did in fact hinder the ability to release the podcast. So what you heard there before 
was the preview that we recorded about a week ago, but now it is week two. It's all going to be put together into one episode, and we are going to do our best to actually do an episode or two a week from now on. I'll be leaving for college in two days, so I think I'll have plenty of time to record episodes. I hope Chris feels the same way. Uh, On that note, I think we should just go right into it. It was quite a fascinating week one of football. It was not fascinating for me because I had Cam Akers and Elijah Mitchell in all my fantasy leagues. So that was quite a horrific start. But we're just going to go ahead here. We're probably going to go through, I think we have four games each. We're going to do our lock of the week plus three more games. Uh, Last week we did do some picks. We didn't release them so we don't have to say how we did. But I think I was three for five if I recall correctly. I think I was five for five. I do not think you were 5 for 5. No chance he was 5 for 5. Uh, I had a nice parlay going, but I kind of lost it last minute on the, uh, I think it was the Panthers game kind of screwed me over. But besides the point, we're going to go right into it now. All right, my first one, I'm going to start us off strong here. I don't know if this is starting us off strong at all, but I'm just going to state a fact here. Uh, this week is the first week that the Detroit Lions have been favored in a game in a year and a half. Quite a crazy stat there. Crazy. So, I think they're going to lose. Commanders plus one and a half. I don't really understand this one. The Commanders actually looked pretty good last week. Carson Wentz threw for four touchdown passes. Antonio Gibson was looking quite effective on the ground. Uh, I know the Lions are at home. But I don't really understand this. If it was a team that was coming off a loss or a pretty bad team, I'd say, yeah, I give the Lions their first look in a while. But I think the Commanders are actually a pretty good team this year. I don't think the Lions are bad. I just don't think they're quite good enough yet. Uh, I think it's going to be a close game, but I do think it's going to be a Commanders victory, which is why I really like the 1.5 line for the Commanders here. Uh, Chris looked a little shocked when I said that. What are your thoughts on that pick? Yeah, I considered picking the Lions in this game. It didn't ultimately make it into my final set of four, but I would ride the Lions here. They put up a lot of points last week against a pretty good Philadelphia Eagles team. I think Jared Goff is a very competent quarterback, Super Bowl-level quarterback, right? Like The Rams almost won the Super Bowl with Jared Goff as their quarterback, and so I think they're a, a mediocre team, which is a lot better than it is could be said for Lions teams in the past. Amon Ross St. Brown, I think, is a very effective receiver. And I wouldn't be shocked to see the Lions win seven or eight games this year, especially when they're playing for Dan Campbell the way they do. So I would lean on the Lions here. I think Carson Wentz has a tendency to just throw away games. And that's why I'd go with the Lions here. But it's not my pick. But I disagree no, with you. I see what you're saying. Last week, they beat the Commanders beat the Jaguars by six points. Jaguars are actually better this year. I think the Jaguars and the Lions are more in par there. I don't know. I just have a feeling about this one. I feel like since the Lions' first time being favored in a year and a half, they're bound to lose. So I just think that's 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 my, my, my mind space here. That's a fair point. Moving into my first pick of the week, it is the Raiders minus five and a half versus the Cardinals. I think that the Raiders are a pretty good team. Actually, I picked against them last week, so I was very confident that the Chargers were going to win. I was correct. This week, however, I'm riding the Raiders. They have a pretty good offense, Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, uh, Debra Carr, and then obviously the new addition, Devontae Adams. Very, not Devontae Adams. Yeah, that's his name, right? 
Devontae Adams. That's his name. You got it. I had it. a moment there. I'm sick. A lot of work. A lot of club locations. One thing they don't, don't tell you about college is that you have to apply to all these clubs. It's so frustrating. Besides the point. I'm on the Raiders minus five and a half. The Cardinals looked horrific last week. J.J. Watt still hurt. Kyler Murray is still five foot ten. The new Call of Duty beta drops this weekend. That could be a big distraction for Excuse Kyler. Excuse me, I'm I'm five foot ten. What are you saying? I'm saying that's very short for an NFL quarterback. Offensive. Is that offensive? I think it's just a, uh, it's factual. I would say factual. So you know, I'm not confident in the Cardinals. I think Kyler Murray, overrated quarterback, awful contract they gave him. I predict the Cardinals actually to finish last, last in that division. So Raiders minus five and a half, hammer that. Uh, I think I actually said this in the last episode, but I don't think it's going to be put into this because I think it was in the football part. But about the Call of Duty section there, there was an ESPN stat that after Call of Duty is released every year, Kyler Murray's efficiency and production goes down. So I do like where you're shooting from there. I do appreciate that. I actually, I'm going to be honest, I was thinking of taking the Cardinals plus five and a half. So I'm glad we're disagreeing a little bit here. I just, come on, the Raiders... Minus five and a half. The Cardinals are still a good team. Let's not pretend like they're that bad. They had a pretty rough week. They still Kyler Murray's still one of the top quarterbacks. The receivers look meh, but James Conner's still a good running back. Defense is all right. Will the Raiders be good this year? Yes, but I don't think they're that good of a team yet. I've yet to be impressed by them. And I think a five and a half line against a good Cardinals team, I think it's a little heavy. Do I think they have a chance of covering it? Yes, but yet again, it seems like a lot for a Raiders team that has a lot to prove for me. It's a fair point, although I think you're still wrong. But, you know, we can agree to disagree here. So, fair yeah, enough. Next pick, Sammy. Uh, I'm going to take the Buccaneers minus 2.5. I, I just don't get why they're minus 2.5. The Saints are the Saints looked okay last week, right? But that was against the Falcons. I mean, James Winston's a fan favorite. But yet again, I still think they're a below-average team. They're not one of the worst teams, but they're definitely below-average in my opinion. I just don't understand this one. Bucks minus two and a half. Uh, I'll probably lock that one. Tom Brady's going to smoke them. I mean, it's usually a close game, Buccaneers Saints in general. But I just don't see the logic to the minus two and a half line here. I've yet to say my lock, but this one I might be leaning towards this one here. Yeah, this one actually is my lock of the week. I think we both actually lost our locks of the week last week, which is not a what great was, sign for our locks. I forget what I picked, but I think that I lost mine for sure. So Wait, I have it here somewhere in my notes. With that being said, I am locking in the Bucks minus two and a half. I think there's this narrative about the Saints owning the Bucks the past few years, which is somewhat true. The Saints have had success against Tom Brady on the Buccaneers. And at the same time, the Saints are not as good as they were last year. They lost a lot of key contributors on the defense. Dennis Allen is now the head coach. I do not have faith in him as a head coach at all. I think that Jameis Winston is a very fun quarterback to watch. He is not the greatest quarterback in the league. I think we can all agree on that. Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback of all time. So when in doubt, look at the quarterbacks. The Bucks are a very talented team individually and also as a unit on both offense and defense. I have a lot of faith in Todd Bowles. I think he's a much better coach than Bruce Arians ever was. And for those reasons, I think that the Bucks minus two and a half is a, a crime, and therefore I will be hammering that, and it is my lock of the week. All right, just on the note of this, Chris mentioned it. We're gonna, I'm gonna, I have the notes here. We're gonna go back quickly and sum up last week's picks that we made. 
because Chris said he went five to for five. We each made four picks. I went Bills minus two and a half. He went Rams plus two point five. We know how that went. One o me, zero one Chris. Uh, we both. I think our lock of the week was the Panthers plus zero. That was an L on our part there. Apologies, guys. Looking back on it, I still think the Panthers should have won, but whatever. I took the Vikings plus one and a half. That hit. And then I took the Broncos minus six and a half. That did not hit. So I was two for two. Uh, you took the Vikings and the Chargers, which were both hits. So two for two, two for two. Yeah, fair enough. Also, I think I went crazy on you for picking the Broncos. So that should low-key count as a half pick for me. But to be fair, who saw that coming? I did. I picked the Seahawks money line. You did not pick the Seahawks I money did. Line. In real life, I did. Okay, well, in the podcast, you did not, so it does not count. I also right, did win. For- uh, I won a huge, huge Chargers plus three and a half bet on Thursday, so that was an incredible moment. That was You almost lost that, didn't you? Yeah, we got an incredible backdoor cover at the very end. Yeah, you're lucky. The tide All also right. changed because I Venmoed Alex, my sweet mate. I Venmoed him the 20 bucks when they were down by 10 to try and, you know, get some to jinx it a little bit because I'm karma going. And then. They ended up covering, so we had to them be forty bucks back. It was an incredible scenes. Fantastic. Well, we're both two for four. We're gonna keep track of it this year. What the first week doesn't have to count since it wasn't released. It was a good warm up week. I mean, two for four isn't horrendous, but we want to be at least seventy five percent. I think seventy five percent is crazy. Really, seventy five percent means that, like, that that means that that's our job. If we seventy five percent on our picks, that means that we drop out of school and just do picks for a living. I think I can go 75% this year. That's crazy. Like, the best, best sharps are not 75%. What's your prediction? Like, 60? If, if we're at 55%, that's, that's good. Oh, so two out of four is not that bad. If we make money, then that means that it's a good because most people don't make money. It's the whole point of gambling. Like you well, the, don't problem make money is I'm gonna, the problem is I'm going to put all of them in a parlay every week, so they all have to hit for it to work. Well, that's not smart of you. I don't know. Give me your next pick. All right, whatever. Bucks minus two and a half is both for our locks for the week. We'll set that aside. Uh, my next one is Bears plus 10. Just seems a little crazy to me. I don't know. Packers looked awful. Bears looked all right. I feel like we didn't get a good picture of the Bears because that game was kind of played in a slip and slide, which is very cool to watch. Chris gave me a little head shake over there, so I know he doesn't like this pick. But the Packers looked awful. I don't know. That's all I have to say about this. T- 10 points is a lot for a line. Usually when it's 10 points, it's a very good team against a very bad team. And this seems to be a okay team against an okay team. Obviously, Packers at home. I don't know. I think I have faith. What's his name? Justin Fields. Looked pretty good. Uh, two good running backs in Khalil Herbert, Dave Montgomery. Good defense. I like the defense a lot. I just think the Bears are going to be motivated because the Bears can rarely beat the Packers in Lambeau Field. So, doesn't that seem like a lot plus 10? Yeah, it does. And at the same time, it's Aaron Rodgers versus the Bears at home. So, I think that I would pick the Bears if I had to, but I don't want to because it's Aaron Rodgers versus the Bears. In the Ro- but, but Rodgers is frazzled. Wasn't it last year that they lost, the, the Packers lost like 27-3 to week one against the Saints and Rodgers threw three interceptions? And then he threw like two more interceptions the entire rest of the year and won the MVP and they were the number it one just feel, seed. But it feels different this year. I guess. And also it's just, 
I would never, ever, ever bet against Rodgers playing the Browns. I just I'm wouldn't do it. Betting, I will, I'm betting against Rodgers heavily this year. Okay, well, we'll see how that goes. All right. My yeah. next pick is the Dolphins plus three and a half versus the Ravens. I think the Dolphins are legitimately a very good team. They're a home dog. I love home dogs. I have faith in Tua to just be a game manager, right? What are you talking about? They're not home dogs. The Dolphins, they're plus three and a half versus the Ravens. Am I bugging on the that? Games in Baltimore. Is it? I, yeah, I, I still the, like it. I still like I hate, it. No, I hate this pick, actually. I still love it. Really? You're going to stick with it? Yes, I am. All right, go ahead. I'm staying with it because I said it. So, whatever. My fault. Not a home dog. I wrote home. I don't know why. I still love it. I still love the Dolphins versus the Ravens, plus three and a half. I think that the Dolphins are actually very good. And the Patriots kind of suck, but also the Dolphins look very good against them. They have a lot of guys on defense just who can match up and run with Lamar. I think that the Ravens aren't that good. They always kind of suck, always overrated. So, What kind of statement is that? What kind of statement is that? Just wait. Just wait and see. I mean, I agree. They're outright. I agree. They're usually overrated in the playoffs, but I think they in the regular season they tend to be pretty good. Dolphins win this game outright. Next. Uh, wow, 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 wow! Taking the Dolphins away. I might lock this actually. I wow. Go ahead. Want to lock it? Make it your second lock of the week. Yeah, sure. That's my second lock of the week. Locking the Dolphins plus three and a half. All right. Well, that is a disaster. I'll take the Steelers plus two and a half at home. I hate the Patriots so much. Crazy. Crazy. I hate, I hate the Patriots. They so don't much. lose two games they, in a row. We don't lose I two games. I think they actually in a row. suck. I do think they suck. I think Mac Jones is like mediocre at best. Like I'd rather have Mitch Trubisky right now than Mac Jones. That's that's legitimately the craziest thing you've ever said on this podcast. How? Mitch Trubisky over Mac Jones? Trubisky got the job done last week. That Pittsburgh defense is gonna assault you guys. TJ Watt has a torn pectoral. That I watched the game last week. TJ Watt didn't do much of the defensive work. It was okay. all. The, did you did you watch okay. the secondary? Okay. The secondary was yeah. Minka's right, really good. It. Whatever. That's a crazy take. My next pick is the Bengals minus seven at the Cowboys. The Cowboys That's are a crazy take too. Doo doo. The Cowboys are doo doo. <laughs> the Bengals I mean, are not going to lose two games. Joe Burrow's way too good. The Cowboys are starting Cooper Rush as their quarterback. They're starting Jason, 40-year-old Jason Peters as one of their linemen. They looked awful last week. Trevon Diggs, awful. The whole team, they do not have the dog in them. They're not, they don't, they don't want it enough. There's no heart, and the Cowboys are terrible, and the Bengals are good, so it's an easy pick for me. I mean, these could go down as some of the worst picks in the podcast history. Just put and that just out wait there. until I go 2-2 two and two and you go 2-2 two and two as well, because that's how it always works. Uh, I'm just going to say I hate this pick. Bengals looked bad. They looked bad? They should have the won the Steelers? game four different times. Exactly, and they didn't. They Because their, their, their long snapper was hurt. They had a tight end doing long snaps. Chris Boswell had the chance to win the game earlier too. What's the difference? They, they missed an extra point for the win. And then okay, they missed are... a 20-yarder for the win. And then Boswell missed a 53-yarder, and then the Bengals couldn't score, and then the Steelers won it. But the Bengals should have won okay, that game a hundred different ways. Okay, but put it this way. It was still a very close game. 
The Steelers aren't bad. I, I'm not. Burrow honest. looks. Burrow looked terrible. Did you watch that game? Yeah, he he looked bad in the first half. It, it was the first half. He hadn't he played threw all preseason. Three interceptions. His appendix was taken out. He was very rusty. I'm not worried about Joe Burrow. I'm not worried about him. I don't know. I just feel like taking the Bengals after that game minus seven away in Dallas seems aggressive. Dallas is bad. They're bad. They were getting dominated even before Dak got hurt. Yes, but still. Honestly, right now, after watching that game, I kind of like Cooper Rush more than Dak, but that's somewhat a joke. They still have really good running backs. A good, who? They have a good defense. Who? 30-year-old Ezekiel Elliott? Can't Tony do anything. Pollard. Tony Pollard's a, a dog. Yeah, but he doesn't start because the coaching staff is awful. They have the worst coach in the league. CeeDee Lamb's still a good receiver. He's an oh, he's a good receiver. He was better last year when they also had Amari Cooper taking the defense's attention. When he's the number one guy, he can't do anything. Okay, their defense is... Still pretty good. Micah Parsons, best linebacker in the league. Putting that out there. Okay. I think Diggs is uh, overrated. Stop. Bit, yeah, I know. Don't, don't, don't try. I, I don't know. I just, I'm just i not saying the Cowboys are good, but I'm just saying it's aggressive to take the Bengals minus seven away at the Cowboys. That's all I'm saying here. Yeah, go for it. I mean, I stand by my picks fully. Okay, so let me just read this over. We're both going Bucks minus two and a half as the lock of the week. Then we got, I got Commanders plus one and a half, Steelers plus two and a half, Bears plus ten, Chris got Dolphins plus three and a half, Raiders minus five and a half, and Bengals minus seven. Yes, sir. Those are the picks. This strikes me as a losing week for some reason. I'm going four now. <coughs> By the way, if you hear that cough, that's the virus that Chris gave to me last week. Anyone who's been to college knows that you go to college and you have a week and a half, two weeks of fun, and then you get sick. And that's just how it operates. He was going to get it anyways. Actually, he should be thanking me because now he won't get it when he goes to college because he already had it. So you're welcome, Sammy, that you're going to avoid the Chicago plague because I gave it to you first. Okay, cool. Well, I'm going to add – actually, I just saw a line and I'm thinking about it. I kind of want to add it. Seahawks plus nine and a half. At the 49ers. Yeah, I kind of like that, but I don't think the 49ers lose two in a row. But they, they're they not very good. Trey Lance is not very good. He's Elijah adequate, Mitchell, and the team is really good. Elijah Mitchell's, I don't know. I'm fine, I'll take it off, but I'm just saying, last week the Seahawks looked better than the Niners, and now the Seahawks are somehow nine-and-a-half-point underdogs. That's strange. Write that one down. Uh, any other interesting games you should preview here? Uh, Vikings versus the Eagles Monday night should be fun one. I'm excited for that. I love see how that goes. I'm sorry. I'm adding that one. What? That's going to the parlay. Vikings plus two. I would take Eagles there probably. I'm I'm such a Vikings guy. I think they're the same level of team, and the Eagles are home, so I'd go with the Eagles. But you know, I I think the Vikings are Super Bowl contenders this year. I said it. Yeah, with Kirk Cousins, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Justin Jefferson is so good that... I mean, it's just an awfully uninspiring week of games. Yeah, it's not great, but what can you do? Sammy, I think it's time to uh, wrap up the segment. Any final words for the viewers? Uh, oof, I don't know. I'm just looking at these games, and I'm not feeling confident this week, but maybe the weeks I don't feel confident are the weeks where things go right. I so feel super you have... confident, so... So if you have some money to bet, listen to me, not Chris. I don't think that's how it should go. Thank you all for tuning in to our first episode in quite a long time. 
we will be trying our best to provide more regularly scheduled programming for you all. And yeah, that's about it for me. Thank you all for listening. Yeah, let's just say we're going to try to do an episode next week. I'm moving in like Monday, Tuesday, but I think we'll have some time at the end of the week to release another episode, hopefully. For sure. All right. We'll bring back best of the internet. Don't worry, guys. Maybe a ranking in a couple weeks. All right. That's all I got to say. Thank you guys for listening. If anybody is listening, rest in peace, Queen Elizabeth. Have a good day.